1: Hello, everyone. Just a quick little note before we start the episode proper. Uh, This episode on Louis Season 5, we got a little bit sidetracked. Um, And so I think the quality conversation around Louis is pretty good. That's going to go for an hour. I've taken the big sidetrack that we had, which is a big discussion about Wonder Woman and a few other things, and put it at the end of the episode after we finish the episode proper. So if you're interested in listening to that, I just want to let you know it's there. Once the ending music starts and we're sort of signing off and stuff, don't stop the podcast or move on. Keep listening if you're interested for a little bit of a side conversation. Otherwise, here is our episode on Louis.
2: Earbuds, Melbourne's podcast network.
0: Earbudsnetwork.com
1: hello and welcome to Hunting seasons a podcast about two friends catching up on notable television shows one season at a time. I'm Broderick Gordis.
2: I'm Damask Leary
1: and today we'll be discussing the latest show in our must watch category season 5 of Louie. How are you Damask
2: Oh I'm okay How are you oh, is that just okay <laughs> just okay what's what's wrong um I mean we'll talk about that as the podcast goes on I think wow. how, how are you
1: Spoilers I'm good I'm fine don't yeah. complain.
2: Can not complain? I mean,
1: yeah, life's stressful. There's shit going on. But I'm going on a holiday soon, so yeah, that's fuck true. that shit.
2: See, my holiday is like well and truly over, so I have <laughs> nothing to look forward to. Oh, you poor thing. I know. just so to sad. get
1: through this awful Australian winter. We have nothing to do. There are no public holidays. There's no festivals to celebrate. You've got football. If you're me and if you're you, you've got nothing. Nothing.
2: No, what I have to look forward to is packed trains and trams with... African football supporters and their stupid children. It's it's an awful time of year.
1: Yeah, Melbourne's not great this time. Uh, actually, there's a lot of stuff going on in, always in Melbourne, but it's not a great time. I don't want to be leave cold the house. Yeah, that's so it.
2: even if something's going on, it's like it's too cold.
1: Yeah, good point. Good point. We don't even snow in Melbourne. We shouldn't be complaining. There are people who live in places that are like... At
2: least snow is something. It's just cold here. I think...
1: I, I've never really seen snow, if I'm 100% honest. I think the novelty of snow would wear off pretty quickly for most people living in that sort of cold environment. Then
2: why are those cultures obsessed with snow?
1: Because they have Christmas and stuff around them, most of them.
2: Ex- exactly. Which we don't oh, have. we wouldn't have. This it is would just what be sucks. snow. sucks.
1: It would just be snow and misery. Yeah, true. Southern <laughs> Hemisphere yeah, sucks. Alright, moving on. Spoiler warning. On this episode, we'll be discussing everything that happens from season 1 to 5 of Louis. If you've not yet watched Louis, pause the podcast, go and watch it, and then come back and join us. Otherwise, proceed with caution. Spoilers ahead. You have been warned. Quick breakdown. The fifth and likely final season of Louis returns to the familiar episodic format of its early seasons to continue to tell stories about stand-up comedian and single father of two girls, Louis C.K. The season consists of eight episodes, which is less than any previous season, each coming in at around 24 minutes, and took us approximately three hours and 15 minutes to watch the final episode, entitled The Road, Part 2, aired on the 28th of May, 2015, approximately two two and a bit years before we recorded this episode. Mm -hmm. No story synopsis as always, because that's been hard to do, though we could have argued last season may be doable. I just refused to do it. But Damask refused to do it. <laughs> uh let's get straight into it. Damask, general thoughts. On Did not season like five. it. Just well oh, well. Wow.
2: I didn't like it. I'm I'm i I'm I'm so fed up with this show. Fed up. I'm I'm fed up with it.
1: You weren't I mean, I know you didn't love season four, but you weren't down I, on it.
2: I just kept waiting for that thing that makes you go, I love this show. And I have been so optimistic about this show. I've been rooting for this show and I'm done with it. I find it incredibly boring.
1: You sound
2: downright <laughs> bitter. bitter
1: about it. Yeah.
2: I am a little bit, yeah. I'm just dis- I'm disappointed. I'm really disappointed by it.
1: Disappointed. Let down was the word I mm. had written down. Yeah. Um, I definitely don't think it's bad. Like, I think it's fine this season of Louis, but it's that, you said that you're waiting for the thing. Mm. Yeah, I think it's lost in season five. It's lost its spark. Mm-hmm. It's doesn't seem to have as much to say. Why
2: doesn't, does this season exist?
1: Well, that's sort of the question. I think we're going to get to in our yeah. general discussion. I think it f- ends up feeling the end
2: of season four would have been perfect, and yet here we are,
1: <laughs> skipping right ahead to <laughs> the sorry, end. I'm sorry, I can't.
2: I'm just. stuck. I'm sorry. All right. The thing is, like, it's a, Brod and I watched this weeks ago. Yeah. And we've just we've because of the scheduling, we've had to put it off, and so I just the you got more zero enthusiasm it, yeah, for exactly it. I'm certain mm, okay. how
1: does all just to try and get you back in perspective how do you do you remember the first three seasons? because you were more into them than I was?
2: Yeah, I feel like I was hopeful of that that thing being there.
1: did it ever come? No, so you don't think it ever came for Louis. There was never that hope. Because I think you found it I generally end, more interesting, more interesting, entertaining, or
2: there was more artful
1: th- than I did. Yeah,
2: I, certainly it was artful. I found it artful. Sure, um, I found it. Those earlier seasons, there were more laugh out loud moments, which was good. Um, there was that Pamela was there in a few episodes here and there. You know, not sca-
1: Pamela in a few episodes here and there. Yeah, no, season. I
2: know, scattered, scattered about. But I thought that that Pamela thing was going to go somewhere. Oh. And then this season, I was like, let's shit on it. But it's nothing. It's just another thing.
1: So, Pamela for you... Was was a saving grace. Getting you through the show more than anything else. Even though there's like season three, she's not in it at all. There's no Pamela in season three. Mm -hmm. But the just general hope that 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 would come to something. Yeah. Yeah. So what did it? What did it not? Ultimately, just never captured your total enthusiasm. It wasn't like you captured you captured your imagination at plenty of times, but yeah,
2: just... I mean, I'm, and I need character. I really do. I need character development, and if that's not there, I don't. But then again, this shows like Arrested, not Arrested Development, though that that could be argued. Um, things like Always Sunny, which don't have character development, but they are Mm-mm. so outrageously funny like laugh a second like it's just incredibly funny this doesn't have character development and it's not very funny so i'm not sure what this is
1: well we i mean we've been talking about that since early on some of the best episodes weren't funny i think a lot of my favorite episodes were quite somber or quite meaningful in other ways so i don't know if that was the problem I don't know. I think I think you and I are very similar. I just don't think I'm quite as, quiet as uh, aggressively down <laughs> as you are. The mm. I think ultimately the problem was as much as I was enjoying what it was doing for a considerable amount of time by season five, and having seen what season four was doing when it was doubling down on its a bit of continuity mm-hmm. and a bit of character development and so forth, season five returning to its old stuff, I wa- I was, I, I'd I moved on from that. Yeah. I think that's part of the thing. It
2: felt regressive.
1: Regressive is a great mm. word for it. All right, let's get into some discussion points. Just things, little details I noticed along the way that I think are worth discussing to help clarify our position a little bit. First and foremost, after last season having zero of the Louie, 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 Louie opening, mm. back straight away. Just Episode like one, yeah. it's back. Um, And you're kind of like, oh, okay. Right. I guess that's well. Back now. So,
2: like, la- when we we're talking about last season, what I all everything I had read, which was just as season four was coming out, all the press for that was that the first three seasons were a trilogy, and then it was going to be four, five, six were a trilogy. Clearly, Louis C.K. had changed his mind along the way and realized he didn't really want to do a season six or what he might have planned out to do in the for those last three seasons. And so yeah, we we returned to what we had seen in the first three.
1: And. Jas <laughs> just shaking her head.
2: Um, uh, okay, why? Can you tell me why? Why you think that's happening?
1: Uh, I mean, again, to to skip ahead a little bit here, I think, honestly, for me, I think he was done with Louis.
2: Why did he come back and do this then?
1: Money commitments, contracts. There's a lot of different reasons. Maybe he thought he had something to say and then someone on the way realized he didn't. Mm. I don't know. For me, it feels like that he's lost enthusiasm for the project. And it was interesting because we've talked a lot throughout the Louis podcast about that conversation I had with that guy at that party before it started and how he fell off Louis because he found it wasn't funny anymore. Yeah. And for me, I thought that meant that he wasn't on board with the more dramatic stuff. Which I quite enjoyed about season four. Mm-hmm. I think it made season four, I can't remember if I put it as my favorite episode, but I might have. I quite liked that for, um, because it had the continuity and I enjoyed exploring the stories. It didn't have to be funny all the time as long as it was engaging. And if he meant it's not funny anymore by season five because it wasn't funny, well, I have to agree with him. <laughs> <laughs> because I've yeah. fallen off by season five as well. I Not because, because everything up to that, the direction was going fine. It's just, it's lost its spark. For whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I don't... It feels like most of the stories we saw this season were repeats or retreads. Or I didn't feel like there was anything new coming at me anymore. It seemed pretty... Uh, I don't know. Paint by numbers. By the motions of what Louis is. Which Louis has never been. Louis has never been sort of like tired before, I didn't think.
2: Oh, that's a great... Yeah, tired is a good way to put and it. And it
1: felt tired. Mm-hmm. Now, he... And it honestly, to me, communicates that I think he was tired of the show. Mm-hmm. And what's been interesting is since this, he's gone on to make Horace and Pete, which I haven't seen yet, but I'm very curious to see. Mm. But it appears to me that he was already thinking about the projects and was done with this.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think in previous seasons, even if I haven't been loving it, I'm st- it's still surprising me and is engaging me in that way. I'm not re- really that surprised or engaged with it. I think, I mean, in my notes, they're you know quite bland, really, until we get to that scene with Pam, Pamela, and Louie and L- their role playing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, this is something cool and different. And I was like, oh, and then it goes into the breakup or whatever. But that was that's really the only time. I felt it, it lost its really. ambition in a lot yeah. of ways, too, and
1: last season was full of ambition, the way he was trying to tell stories differently, mm. and there was he was even trying to do super dramatic things with like the storm and stuff like that, which had never been part of the show before, and even though they didn't all work, you could feel it was like at least treading new ground and doing things a bit differently. yeah, I dunno, it just lost so much of that this season. It was flatter, it was just missing heart and spark and energy, um which is a real shame. And the, yeah, I don't know. I I wonder if this is something, it, it hasn't been said this is the final season. There's no sign of another season in sight.
0: Mm.
1: I wonder if he might do a bit of a like a British television thing and has opted to walk away from it under the condition he could walk back in the next time he actually feels like he's got something to say mm-hmm. again. And I'd be curious to see that.
2: Oh, I would as well. I think.
1: I just don't think he really wanted to do this season.
2: No. I think he felt, the way I've heard him speak about, like the head dude at FX. I think he's got a lot of, you know, a genuine friendship or at least like a lot of respect there. Mm. And um, they had big plans for Louis and I think he he felt a bit obliged to – can Con- continue i right. think and then because he, he was i remember hearing him talk about having a diff- that difficult conversation with the fx guy and being like you, i I'm, i've got to walk away like there's, i just don't have anything else to to tell um and the fx guy was very disappointed by that obviously but understood yeah so I, I i think yeah he felt bad from what i can gather he felt bad about walking away
1: um another thing that returned this season that i thought was had been stricken from the way Louis happens, mm. they did some fourth wall breaking ending credit stuff. In episode three or four, episode three, the cop story episode, They he's been hanging out with this guy, this ex of his sisters, and in the last scene they're knitting or Louis's knitting and the cop guy, whose name I can't remember off the top of my head, it's been a while since I saw it, he's like teaching him how to knit and then they both corpse and start laughing mm. and you can hear other people in the room who were filming and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like, Oh damn, I was so happy. This was gone. That and all of a sudden it was it back. And they bring yeah. it back. Yeah. That upset me a little why
2: bit. Why do you, oh, I've, t- I've just got a lot of why. I, I mean, more than anything, season. I think, I think
1: that it, the, a lot of these decisions, the easiest thing to just say is that whatever the experiment was in season four, whether you liked it or not, they were just like, okay, that was done. We've done that. Mm. Let's go back to what we were doing beforehand and yeah. return to what was essentially the status quo of the show. For better or worse. I would argue worse. Um, and I don't know. Did we just fly too close to the sun? Did we, <laughs> did we have it too good? And then so returning back to the way things were, is that doubly hard?
2: I think so. I mean, if season four had maintained what we'd seen before, then I don't think we would be having this reaction season five. Which like oh okay this is just like a continuation of that or would we have had but this go- discussion
1: earlier because season four would be like oh yeah, geez I'm not doing anything yeah. new
2: yeah mm. um but to go back geez that's a bit rough
1: so more importantly the other thing it went back to is an episodic format now they're still not they're still more like short films they're less skitty than they were in say season one and two where there'd be like two skits and it'd be divided by him mm. being in the you know comedy club or whatever
2: doing his little stand up thing, but yep.
1: certainly doesn't have the continuity of last season there is a two-parter in the road part one and part two, but there's the connective thread between those two is just that he's on the same road trip. Mm. There's very, very little else going on. There. There's nothing that's following from one to the other, really. Um, yeah, I I mean, that I'm always going to be particularly disappointed by that because I loved that going to have some continuity in season two, in season, sorry, four. And so going back to the episodic format, while it was working for a while, I thought the show evolved past it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, no, I feel yeah. like that's just a reiteration of what we've said. It's like we we went somewhere last season. More interesting. Yeah, we, we explored some different things and we saw different sides of Louis. And to go back to this one note kind of awkward guy who's struggling and, you know, shitting himself in the street or like having awkward interactions with women, random women who aren't really people. I don't care about that. I genuinely don't.
1: So, speaking of women, the big storyline that was holding over from last season was that Pam. season four ended with Louis and Pam in
2: the bath, taking off his shirt. Yep, together. Yeah, it's great.
1: This season, Pam's on in episode one,
2: mm. but
1: Louis has sex with a woman in episode yes, one.
2: Very confusing. So
1: I was like, okay, so we're going back. We're outside that like continuity bubble we made last mm. season. Maybe this. We just don't talk about Pam. Pam's not going to be in it. We just either assume they've broken up or it's in a period before or before Pam maybe or whatever. Or an alternate universe version of Louis where just that wasn't enough storylines story there to tell. So let's just pretend it didn't happen and continue on past that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It, so they have that scene, which was like, oh, damn, Pam's gone. Then next episode, Pam's back. Ta-da! And yeah. I was like, what? What's happening
2: here? <laughs> it was very confusing. I
1: don't know.
2: I'm like, do they have an open relationship?
1: Well, they didn't at that point, but no, by they the, didn't. by the end of season 2, episode 2, they did mm-hmm. because that's the conversation they had. So I was like, okay, so was that scene meant to come was that episode meant to be after a la carte where they talk about having an open relationship or is Louis just a shit guy? As possible that Louis is just a shit guy because yeah. Louis is a shit guy. But I found Aaliyah, that very confusing without yeah, knowing where Pam herself
2: was and he was like, okay. Yeah. The way he seems to fall into women. Yeah, that seems to be the almost, way he
1: Almost exactly what happens in this yeah. situation. Um, So, let's just continue with the Pam stuff then. Mm. So, that storyline is essentially they've been together for a while. They're getting very familiar with each other. Pam asks to be in an open relationship. They essentially get to a point where she decides she doesn't want to be in a relationship anymore. They break up and then they have a conversation on the phone one night and they sort of I obviously still have a connection, but she's with somebody else. How did you feel about that as a continuation of the Pam storyline from last season? Was it good? Do we need it? Did that make sense to you? How do you critique that for them as their characters and then
2: for yeah, the show? Yeah, I, I mean, it, I think it does make sense character-wise.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I just think that's why you shouldn't have had a season five because to look past the point of that great moment that ends season four and looking a little closer into how the dynamic of someone like Pamela and someone like Louis would obviously end disastrously this is this is certainly a way that it could look a way that it could pan out i would
1: say would you say it was disastrous ending though i don't know if it was
0: disastrous it's disastrous
2: as in they can't be together sure. is what i mean by that um it's it was disappointing because i wanted them to figure some way to fit but still maintain their, like, individualism and for Pam to still be her awesome self that we've come to know. And for Louis to – as much as Louis does compromise, he also, like, manages to soak his way through it um, when he does compromise. So I, I get why it happened. It makes sense why it happened. I just didn't want to say it because it ruined um, – I wanted their happy ending. I really did. I was disappointed. Does, does the
1: happy ending make sense in Louis though? Like has Louis ever been a show about happy endings?
2: Well that's why I like the in you know, quotation marks, happy ending of season four. Like he's still an awkward dude and she's still saying, you know, I'm not gonna be able to like say the things that you want me to say, but like I'm here. And that's what matters. Like, that's as happy as it's going to get. It's still not like, you know, a Disney happy ending, but I, I think it, it, it fit Louis.
1: Sure. Yeah. If, mm. if you're going to have a quote unquote happy ending, that was about as good as it was going to get. Yeah. Then both being in the bath together yeah. was pretty symbolic. Just being together. Yeah. Yeah. Especially after you always think back to that season two bit where she offers to have a bath and he yeah. completely. <laughs> he doesn't.
2: Yeah. Get it. So, yeah. getting,
1: getting his bath mm. was very meaningful. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, like, what what did you think of what happened between them this season?
1: Um, I think if there's going to be a season five, it made sense that that happened the way it was. Mm-hmm. But I 100% agree with you. I just didn't want it. I just didn't yeah. need it. Yeah. I didn't need it. it. Ultimately, my feelings on this season are that it's only detracts from the show. It doesn't do anything yeah. new or exciting it is the worst version of the show we've had so far. Even when it was scrappier and like more rough around the edges in season one, it was at least more interesting and um, more daring in some ways. Even Sometimes those things didn't work, but you had to appreciate just the experiment of it. This is not experimental anymore. This is a parody of itself in some ways. Not, I, I mean, It's overselling it. It's not disastrously bad. Because it, it can't it's not a parody of itself because it's not it's not overdoing it. But it's mm. just a stagnant, played, obvious version of itself. And it doesn't only detracts from what was good about the previous season in particular, which I think was the high point. And that ending of season four would have been a great place to end the show. Yeah. Even if it was a little bit unrealistic. It, like you said, it wasn't a Disney happy ending. It was a Louis happy ending. The closest thing you could possibly get. Mm. And you can obviously extrapolate that that relationship maybe wasn't going to last and what that would look like. And it would probably look exactly like we got in season five. But I don't know if I need to see that. I just need to see them get to a point where it's like, oh, they found each other. They're in a cool place. Is that going to last? Who knows? But that's where we'll leave this story. Mm -hmm. And... It should have stayed there.
2: Yeah, it really should have. It
1: should have, especially if we're never going to get any more. Mm. Uh, I reserve the right to to change my mind on that if we ever do get a season six, mm-hmm. which is not explicitly impossible.
2: No, it's just not looking likely.
1: It's just if it happens, it's a long way away, and yeah. in the meantime, we're stuck with season five being our final season. And it's, just not,
2: mm. it's just not. It's yeah, not. Yeah, th- for me a great example of that as you put it, like stagnation um that we see in this season and it feels like something that we've seen before is you know when Louis I can't remember what episode it is but when Louis is having those nightmares after that single mother has asked him for help
1: uh episode 5 untitled mm. so well, which is a weird ass name for that episode by the way yes it is why
2: so we see Louis have a very awkward interaction with a with a woman, it's it's always the same. A woman is having an emotional reaction. Louis gets very awkward, says some weird stuff, and then leaves or fucks her. I can end either way. <laughs> sometimes it's, both. It's the, Sometimes both. It's the same thing. Like it's it's always the same. An overly emotional woman. Louis acts kind of weird or fucks her. So it's like this might have been a really cool episode in season two. But yeah, yeah. here I'm like, I've seen this dynamic before. Yeah. And I I enjoyed it then, but, but reiterating moved, we that- But we
1: had moved past it. Yeah. Louis, yeah. the character, had moved past it. Mm-hmm. And while that might be one of his greatest flaws, it's time to start exploring different ones in season five. Yeah. You can't keep exploring that same one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just stagnating. It's
2: mining the, you know, the same thing. It's-
1: Well, that's what's ultimately why you get that feeling of it just being flat or losing its spark. It's because Mm. it's not – stopped doing anything interesting. Let's just go through quickly. I'm just going to read out the IMDb synopsis of each episode, see if we have any comments about any of this stuff along the way. Because there's only eight of them and I don't know how much longer this conversation can go on for because I don't know how much more insight (laughs) there is. We've said so much over four episodes already, four Mm. podcasts already. This is the fifth one. And as we've said, there wasn't a whole lot that stood out as being new about it, which is the problem. Mm. We can only just shit on it straight up so so many <laughs> ways. Um, so, episode one, Potluck. Louis goes to a potluck dinner for the parents in Lily's class, but ends up going to the wrong party. Now, this was straight away I was getting alarm bells. Because mm. I was like, oh, this doesn't feel inspired at all. No. He goes to the wrong potluck thing. It turns out I was expecting an orgy. It wasn't... I was like, oh, it's going to be a sex thing. It wasn't a sex thing. It was just a weird cult, basically. Weird spiritual thing. Spiritual new age thing. Spirituality, yeah. Cool. And he leaves and goes to the right one. To the and, angry
2: lesbians potluck, yeah.
1: Yep. And <laughs> doesn't get along with anyone there. No, no one there he really seems to be able to connect with. He yeah. tries no, to No, my daughter's better than your whatever he says. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, ends up sharing a taxi home with the pregnant woman.
2: The surrogate mum, yep.
1: Who... Helps up. I can't remember exactly what happens. So it's been a while. And she then,
2: gets emotional and starts crying and then he fucks her. Oh, because and he, her tells her, he
1: tells her because he can tell she's struggling, that she's beautiful. Whatever, he has I mean.
2: that yeah, speech about how wonderful and beautiful she is.
0: Mm.
1: And then ends up having sex with her and breaks her water and the baby arrives. Mm-hmm. And the angry lesbian, the, the <laughs> angriest of the lesbians.
2: <laughs> yeah, queen of the angry lesbians. Queen of the
1: angry lesbians, <laughs> <laughs> the angry lesbians has a girl at him. Uh, yep. I I mean, the most noble thing for me about that was that he had sex with another woman that wasn't Pam and we hadn't found out what happened to Pam yet. Everything else about mm. it was like, that was a, basically, for everything we just said about that bizarre circumstance that happened to Louis there, it wasn't, what was it saying to you? Was it commenting on anything?
2: You really? want to read, I'll read you my notes Please. on this. Three very short sentences. Wrong potluck. Louis fucks a pregnant lady. The old titles come back. <laughs> that that's was it. it.
1: And that was, I mean, I was in a similar place. I was struggling to find mm. things to talk about with some of these. I was just a bit like, oh, yeah, okay. I think you're making some observations, but I don't know what about me. Uh, not, you're not. That's the thing. It wasn't observations. It was just a bunch of zany scenarios, really. Mm-hmm. Oh, you fucked someone so hard that they had a baby. Cool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well yeah. done. Yeah.
1: Episode 2, a la carte. An urgent matter cuts Louis' grocery trip short. Now, this one I quite found
2: quite funny. I I did as well. I so have I've the quote from the his youngest daughter. <laughs> She She runs up to a police officer when Louis is like, he needs to take a shit. And she's like, police, police, help my daddy. He needs to do a big poo and no one will help him. I just thought that was fabulous. I,
1: I was surprised by how much I enjoyed just the obvious joke, but the, the way it worked where he's just like, I'm not gonna make it Daddy, no! Daddy like, no. Lily is like dragging Jane away. <laughs> no, Daddy, no! Go on without me. I thought that, yeah, that was, was funny, right? Just that moment of realization is like I'm just <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna make it. I
2: would surprise because I hadn't laughed like that in a while in Louis. Was like, that yeah. was very funny. Yeah.
1: I did enjoy that scene. Mm-hmm. I thought and that we was see Pamela experience. as well in this
2: episode. Well, that was, was nice. what we got
1: to next. Louis mm-hmm. gives some frank advice to a struggling amateur during open mic night. That was the one, the real, the guy who asked for his advice. Yeah, put
2: on a funny voice or whatever.
1: Yeah, um, and he does that horrible stand up, and then yep, he tells him to put on a funny voice.
2: I that one, I, like at
1: that point, I wasn't minding that because mm-hmm. we haven't necessarily seen a lot of Louis as a comedian in a while, um, and talking about comedy and stuff like that. Not in season four, or we did in season three a bit more with Sarah Silverman and. Oh, um, there's a little bit in season four with Jerry, uh, Jerry Seinfeld and stuff like that, but not a heap. There hadn't yeah, been a heap of it. it became right. so focused on the relationship side of things. Mm. They were moving, remembering his comedian and in quite, at that point, quite successful comedian and up and coming people would want his advice. I was like, oh, that's a new perspective. Yeah. We haven't seen him talk to, you know, a wannabe mm. comedian before. I was okay with that. Deal with the scenario. next generation, yeah. Um, but when he said put on a funny voice, I was like, He's that's he's gonna come back later. I'm gonna find out that funny voice worked for him. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that was the post credit. That's the joke. Scene. It's like, yep, yep, cool. Got that joke. That was pretty straightforward. And then the second half of the episode is basically Pamela and Louis try to set the parameters of their relationship, which is a great scene. I thought.
2: I thought I always that liked as the best. Well. I mean, those two. I like seeing Pamela call him on his shit when he's being like a sooky little baby, and she's like. How about you just stop acting like a baby and be like upfront with me or whatever it is? Like, I like that. I like someone who is like pushing Louie. I think like he needs that because he is a lot of times so one note and someone needs to like sometimes slap him over the head and be like, just fucking do what you need to do or say what you like want to say. It's
1: the problem is at this point we've been there so many times. I think that mm. it, I think it's the first episode in season three or four where that mm. other he's person he's seeing breaks up with him for him, basically, because mm. he won't say anything because he wants to avoid mm. that uncomfortableness or whatever it is. I was like, oh, that, this is kind of that note again a little bit where he's just... No,
2: I feel like Pamela was like, instead of Louis being able in that situation because that woman is just talking at him, just sitting there, she is drawing it out of him. She's like, say what you need to say. It's the
1: same result, though, ultimately.
2: Wouldn't it be great if we got some... Change in Louis then, like some like motivation to that be like, was the oh. thing.
1: It's like, wouldn't it be great if he actually,
2: which I thought was where it was going,
1: be have a spine for a second or do something and maybe actually, what does it look like when Louis actually yeah. does speak his and mind? Like a little Pamela bit
2: more. has always infused him with passion. Yeah,
1: and, and would it be nice to see that? To see
2: that would be great. And it, I, it doesn't. From though.
1: memory, that's not what happened. Mm. Um, but it was an interesting enough scene. Polyamory, tell you what, as normal as just chips and gravy. Now it's. <laughs> That won't make sense to some people. (laughs) I just made that phrase up. It's just in everything. Everyone's Mm. in a polyamorous relationship now. I feel practically old-fashioned at this point.
2: We're very archaic. Aren't we? In our sensibilities, yeah.
1: Jeez. Who wants monogamy anymore? Just the idiots. (laughs) Uh, Episode three, cop story... Um, I yeah, just looking at my notes, I'd made a, a prediction that was completely wrong. An urgent matter cuts Louis grocery. No, sorry, that was the previous one. Louis has an uncomfortable evening with a police officer who was once engaged to his sister. That's the entire thing in IMDb, which I like. Um, I didn't mind this episode. It took me a while to get into it. I sympathised with the character of the ex brother-in-law, basically. Mm. I because I think those people are kind of fascinating, as annoying as he was to be around. An idea the that
2: desperation for friendship makes them like you can't spend any time with them,
1: yeah. But you I, I, you can't help but your heart goes out. It's to those sad, people as well. it's
2: incredibly tragic. It yeah, is very they're sad, they're so lonely,
1: right? However, I feel like I've seen this episode before mm. <laughs> like episodes with Louie hanging out with an old friend or yeah, with someone it's who's been just done super better. irritating or whatever. Mm. So, we've done this, we've done this before, we've mm-hmm. done this before. I think I wrote here. Um, this was an interesting episode, but not one of my favorites. But it was a good story, and about how people we don't like are still human, and a decent person will help them in their moment of need. But but I think mm. my sentiment basically there was like, yeah, it was okay. It was like, yeah, I appreciated what it was to some degree. But I'm just, I'm, I, I'm wondering, just as I read my notes back, how much of me was just. I wonder, yeah, I really wonder if I hadn't seen season four, if I would have responded to season five better. Like, just... Mm,
2: If we just, like, skipped it. Just
1: skipped it. Yeah. I think we would have responded better. Or were we already starving for something to change, which is why I like season four, but you got Master of Nund, so you (laughs) struggle with season four in your own way. That's
2: true. Um, I mean, my notes for Cop Story were, you know, Louis has another speech to the cop in which he says, you know, I think it's a great point, but... We've seen Louis do one of these speeches before. It was like, you know, when a person hurts you, you don't get to decide that it didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is great. But once again, we've seen Louis do one of his speeches before. Um, and also, he makes a speech where there's like a conversation with the young clerk at the homeware store and she's being, she doesn't serve him.
1: Oh, was that, is this that, that this season or last season? I've forgotten all about that episode. I think it might be been this season. It, yeah, because I, I mean, I've got yeah, it in yeah. notes under
2: Cop story. Yeah. Um, and then she makes a, you know, a big thing how like he's afraid of the next generation and goes on and on. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, yeah, whatever. But you're being a dick. Yeah. You are so that you're like you're but like you can say all that. It doesn't excuse your terrible behavior towards this man. It just didn't make any sense to me. I was like, he. I felt like he wanted to say something about Louis' fear of the younger generation and was this really big convoluted monologue by this young clerk or this um, business owner, actually. but It just did not make any real sense to me at all. I was like, why is this here? This It felt clunky. Okay. And a bit preachy.
1: Clunky, I think clunky is actually not a bad word for this entire season. Mm. It just, I mean, the show hasn't always felt smooth either or changed gears on a on a dime, but I don't know. We Again, thought we'd move past in a lot of ways. Episode four, Bobby's House, Louis goes to a wake with his brother. Louis gets beat up on the street by a woman. Pamela gives Louis a makeover to mask his injuries so he can perform on stage. Um, th- I, My notes literally start for this episode at the point where he's with Pamela. Like, all the stuff that happened before it with the going to the wrong funeral was yeah. as so drawn out and dumb. Mm. I was just like, I wasn't even worthy of notes, that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any notes on it. Just... I don't know. Was that a real thing that happened? Is that why... It's, it reminds me a little bit of like some of the things that I think about in Please Like Me as being like... That might have been funny to you at the time, but you didn't translate that well enough for it to be. It wasn't a funny enough joke to take up the time mm. it did.
0: Um, I mean, I
2: understand... I mean, at the beginning we have we have a conversation between Bobby and Louie and Bobby's obviously like... Louie is quite successful at this point and Bobby... That, yeah, like that's after the wake, yeah, yeah. ...doesn't have anything. He's like, you know, help me get good things in my life and louis like all right like what like what kind of help do you want like um because bobby has this belief that louis life is perfect and then obviously we go through what happens in the episode he loses pamela he gets beaten up by a woman and then bobby gets to laugh at him but i don't have any opinion about that i don't have any thoughts the, the
1: conversation because when louis offers to help bobby starts like getting mad at him for like for like being condescending. Yeah. Or, and like that bit's kind of funny <laughs> that actual
2: conversation I that liked, conversation I like. Yeah. That was
1: a very brotherly conversation. I, I that's a version of a conversation I probably have with my it's brother. Like layers at some time. and
2: layers of like history. Yeah. Yeah, it's
1: great. Play into yeah, what's going on mm-hmm. there. Um You can't just
2: ask for something, can you? It's just it's always yeah, vulnerability behind a the whole bunch of shit, yeah. Yeah.
1: The my first note on this episode is you can hear the crew moving to the room as they film the cross-dressing, like the gender oh, swap really? scene. Yeah. <laughs> it's really obvious as they're like, because they're standing still, mm. but the camera's moving around them. And you can oh. just hear footst- like a million footsteps. It's so obvious. I was oh, just like, fucking hell. They, that was that needed some ADR, that one. It was just, mm. it was either a bad location or whatever, but I think like that really funny to me. Yeah, right. Crap I noticed, I know. <laughs> um... Totally been a situation where you feel like you're really connected to someone just before they break up with you. Boo to Pamela and Louis breaking up, I right? <laughs> and so I enjoyed yeah. that scene, that whole scene for what it was. The stuff with any time with Pamela is always a better scene, just because yes. they just have a chemistry or a, there's a rawness to them that I really enjoy and mm. a realness to them that so many other scenes in this. I guess that's the problem. Once you've gotten to a certain point like that in the show, every time you move away from it. It's cheapened. Mm-hmm. It can't be just skits anymore. It's no longer skits. You've gone to this point with these characters where he takes off his shirt and gets in the bathtub with Pamela. So you have sort of made a contract with the with the audience that this is what the show is going to be like Some oh, a lot of the time now. Mm. And when you go back to, oh yeah, we're doing our skits from season one again, it's like, pardon? What? Mm. That's not what you promised anymore.
2: Yeah. I Yeah, I when the discussion was kind of happening and even was it the couple of episodes before where they're talking about having like an open relationship i i i do find that interesting i think there's something to explore there and some fun to have with like the push and pull of louie and pamela and like Pamela wanting to be there but not wanting to be there. You know, obviously loving Louie but not being able to say she loves Louie and all that murky stuff and Louie just kind of like always grasping for her and in doing so pushing her away. Mm-hmm. There's things to explore there but what is this? Episode four and it's thrown all away. Yeah, it's, it's really gone. quick, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a shame. You don't get to see – and especially when you think of that last episode. I feel like it was the last episode, last two episodes – of season four, where you were just getting a little bit of them, like, what's it like with them mm. and what's she like with the with kids, the kids yeah. and stuff like that? Would have been great to explore that a little bit more. The fact that we don't see with the kids once kind of makes the whole thing a bit hollow. Mm-hmm. Like, you see how it's connected like she is with a the fling, kids,
2: and that's not what we saw in season four. It wasn't it's not a what fling. it was suggesting,
1: yeah. And like, if there was a detachment there, to not see it really makes this less affecting it's just mm-hmm. i haven't been on that emotional journey you've jumped to the end and it's gone yeah and i just feel cheated
2: and because we know that it's louie we're not gonna spend be able to spend a lot of time like m- marinating in that in later well, episodes not this
1: season it doesn't come up at all really yeah
2: exactly so it's apart from like, one phone well, conversation. What was the point of the breakup if it doesn't affect anything really what was the point of it what was the point of the whole thing and this is
1: my argument that if they they could have had that thing they did in episode one where he had sex with the pregnant lady mm-hmm. if they just not brought in Pamela at all if that's your if the reason you're getting rid of Pamela is because it's getting in the right way of what you want to do with the character just don't put her in because mm-hmm. you've cheapened what you did do with her just take yeah. her out completely
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we will we can come to our own conclusions about that we can make this a parallel universe version whatever Mm -hmm. But once you show the breakup, you're saying something. You just did it poorly. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role
0: like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com.
1: Episode 5, Untitled. After taking Jane to the doctor and picking Lily up from a sitter, Louis begins having horrific recurring nightmares nightmares that he can't escape from.
2: I'm having nightmares.
1: Um... A, Councillor Jam was in this episode. Who? uh Councillor Jam from... Um,
2: oh, Jam. You've been jammed?
1: Jam. Yeah, you've been jammed. You've been jammed, yeah. Yeah, from uh, <laughs> yeah, Parks and, Parks and Rec. Rec. I hadn't seen him in a whole lot of other stuff. So I was just like, oh my God, that's cool. Um, he was annoying as shit, but he's good at that. That was his. I don't even remember role. who he played. He was playing the guy that was stealing Louis' jokes. He stole... Oh,
2: that's right, yeah, yeah. Uh, I
1: can't remember what the joke was. He stole... I think it was about that's bees. I'm going to bear with bees. That was fine There's for too whatever many it was. many bees or something. Yeah. Yeah, he just wanted to make a beehive with one bee. Yeah. Whatever. Um, the, I did personally like the conversation with the doctor. And that was his old doctor as well, wasn't it? That was the one, the doctor from last season was the doctor they went to. Anyway, the, not important.
0: The uh, dad from Beethoven? Yeah,
1: the dad from Beethoven, right. I'm pretty sure. Um, where he takes Jane in. To Lily, sorry. No, Jane in to see the doctor. And he keeps trying to talk for her. Oh, right. Yeah. And the doctor keeps referring to Jane, which I liked because I've had that so many fucking times. <laughs> totally obscure joke that only affects me. But I'm just like, yes. It's important. Thank you, parent. Thank you. I appreciate your information. I would like to hear it from the kid how they feel because you don't feel it. <laughs> let the kid tell me Because more often than not They're pretty good at it And you can tell pretty quickly When they don't really know And that's mm. fine I'll refer back to the parent Let them talk please Give them that's a chance That's advice to, to all your parents out there Please parents From a doctor If the kid's old enough to talk And the, and the doctor's good enough To ask the questions appropriately Let the kid talk a little bit mm. We can tell When the kid's <laughs> talking shit Yeah Or when the kid doesn't know We mm-hmm. know But sometimes it's good to know From their mouth Anyway not important. I like that that <laughs> detail. Uh, I've written here, really starting to roll my eyes at Louis. He gets sucked in with a crying woman so easily. Mm. I've seen this scene three to four times in the show already. <laughs> I did like the bit where he's talking to Lily in the supermarket and she's had seen Clockwork Orange. The moment of realisation. Oh, yeah. like, you saw Clockwork Orange? <laughs> it was like, and I reckon mm. I was about her age when I saw it too. That made me laugh a bit. Uh, these episodes seem to be losing focus. Uh, this credit song is hilarious. I don't remember what the credit song was. Um, but yes, the episodes are losing focus and losing steam for me big time. Mm. Anything else? To add? What did you think about it? the idea of Louis doing a dream episode? It's just a bridge too far, isn't it? Like, It wasn't, again, it wasn't saying anything. It was just him being indie filmmaker because why the hell not?
2: Yeah, I mean, it was him experimenting Which I have liked in the past, but I need I need
1: balance. Normally, there's something there. There's something I can grab onto, right? And this one, maybe he was trying to do a parody of like indie nonsense, artful bullshit, right? Maybe if he was, it wasn't far enough. Mm. If he wasn't trying to do that, he was literally trying to make something legitimately. It wasn't very good, and. My my opinion is, it's called Untitled. He had eight episodes to fill and he literally just like, mm, let's just do a bunch of dream shit because I'm out of ideas. This it was as obvious a sign to me that he was done with the show. He was over it. Agreed. So was I. <laughs> uh, episode six, Sleepover. Louis is upset when he sees Lily texting in the middle of a Broadway play. Louis hosts a birthday slumber party for Jane, but it is interrupted by two unexpected phone calls. Um, Can I just say? Yep.
2: I think it's great that Lily wanted to know more about the play. It's fantastic that she can appreciate it on like different levels. Wonderful. You do not take your phone out.
1: This is funny. In I, the theatre. I just made a comment about a joke that I really appreciated because of my work. You're now making a reference <laughs> to your employment. But. I 100% agree. Yeah. That. But I did like that conversation generally about. The difference, I guess, if it was doing anything, it was commenting on the difference in, like, a generational difference. Mm. That he doesn't, he sees her on the phone as just being strap rudeness.
2: Distracted, and yeah.
1: Instead, she was using it as a tool to enrich her
2: experience.
1: Experience. Mm. Now, should you have done in the theatre? Fuck no.
2: No. People performing in front of you, it's all they can see. They see black and a face lit up by your phone. It's yeah. incredibly distracting.
1: 100%. If they'd done it, I mean, I guess maybe they want to do that. I don't know why they decided to do it that way. I guess they want to do it because they wanted to have a cameo of Matthew Broderick and Michael fucking Sierra, who apparently is in everything <laughs> now.
2: Everything. I think it's in his contract that he has to be in everything at least once.
1: Mm. Are you caught up on, because we're watching Twin Peaks.
2: No,
0: but watching, I've heard.
1: Oh, I, got, I straight up I straight up cackled at his saying. Like I'm not a Twin Peaks fan. Yeah. And I loved there's a line of his in that that was just like that was just funny. That was straight up funny. <laughs> oh yeah, and not just that, he was like acting. And like he was kind of like acting actually.
2: He was yeah, an actor. Yeah, that was
1: mm. uh that was actually kind of impressive. Um I what else have I sort of written here? This could be a cool episode about Lily growing up. I like this one. I really do like the Daddy Daughter episodes. The, the best, and that was something I came to realization too. There wasn't quite an my favorite scene at this point had been them leaving the, the grocery store and him needing to poo, which involved <laughs> someone the,
0: help my dad. The yeah. girls,
1: I really, I think Louis is its purest and sweetest, and therefore most enjoyable when he's either with Pam or when, especially when he's with his girls.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Those personal relationships.
1: The more time we spend there, the better the show is. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, yeah. He Louis
2: just as a guy, in and of himself, it uh, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, as an actual <laughs>
0: human being, you mean?
2: Yeah, Louis just as Louis is not very interesting. When he's around people that he cares about, it's interesting.
1: Yeah, agreed. What do you think about the whole uh, Bobby in jail and then he takes all the girls down to the police station? Amusing sure. is the best I would say. Yeah. Not interesting. Best, yeah. yeah, it's
2: uh Yeah, nothing.
1: Uh episode 7 the road part 1 I wrote oh the the synopsis is Louis goes on the road and is stuck in Cincinnati in a bad hotel with a talkative driver he then loses his carry-on bag at the Atlanta airport while helping a lost child I wrote oh mike is mike crying is really sad meh So that was a grand title of eight words I think I wrote there seven words
2: My note for episode 7 was a nice ad for JetBlue
1: was it? That was all. Oh, because they went out of their way to help Yeah, him with these. Yeah.
2: But other than that, I had no notes about it. That
1: bit around the airport, like, generally, I like his airport stuff. Mm. He he had some good observations about that. It Just, I, what is it, the idea that he was able to just get on the plane? It's unexpected, I guess, hey, but it's not funny.
2: Super helpful. I don't really know why. Like, is that is that
1: funny because that's not, like, is the idea it's a reversal because airports are never helpful? So, he thought that could be that amazingly helpful.
2: Maybe, but he didn't seem shocked by how helpful they were. No, so. no, but
1: they aren't always. <sighs>
2: I don't know. <laughs> That's a question mark. Again,
1: it, w- it was it was back to the season one, season two thing, where it's just a bunch of ideas thrown in there with any real continuity. Uh, the Road Part 2, louis Road... Uh, he's an arsehole, though. He's an arsehole. He's on the road. We found that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Road Part 2, Louis road trip continues in Oklahoma City, where he's stuck sharing a condo with a, a crude, obnoxious opening act who tells a bunch of fart jokes. Um, I did enjoy the discussion about whether farts are or aren't funny. The I,
2: very honest discussion. Very yes. honest discussion about which that. Which we can all agree, they are funny. They are funny. Of mm-hmm. course they Always. are.
1: Always, yep. Um.
2: They make noise and they smell. Hilarious. And they come from your butt.
1: Sidestepping the daughter was one of the funniest things. Oh, that's right. After uh, something happens, someone gets injured. Oh, the guy dies, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. And there's a bit where the the bar owner is having a go at Oh, Louis. and the daughter's just, just standing staring. there. And, and then like Louis just sort of moves steps aside and she's still she staring. She has
2: no reaction like a robot.
1: That made me laugh. That was good. I, I really enjoyed that. Well, this feels like a show that just ran out of things to say, is literally my last note.
2: Mm -hmm. I think that's the thesis of the season. I think
1: that kind of sums it up. Like, it's hard for me to go on. I just, it seems superfluous this season. Mm -hmm. It didn't do enough to be worth being there. It didn't add anything. Even the bits with the characters that I liked, like the girls or with Pam only, especially the Pam stuff, detracted from... The rest of the what we what's come before. If you again, you could slot some of these episodes back into an earlier season. I probably would have liked it, but at this stage, it just no, no, no. It's it's more egregious than like I th- I'm trying to think of shows what have gone on too long. Like I think Parks and Rec probably went on a season or two too long. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of times they could have ended that show, and it would have been. Perfect.
2: There was one episode that was happening and I started crying because I was like, oh my God, it's ended. And I didn't know it was ending.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the wedding episode is its like, it should have just ended on that wedding.
2: The wedding and just when they do the big benefit concert.
1: Oh, yeah. it's the end Isn't that of- the same thing? Doesn't it end up is being there? the exact same thing? The benefit concert ends up becoming the wedding.
2: No, no, no. The big benefit concert. Oh, I don't remember. Right? Oh.
1: There's also the uh, When She the benefit- Becomes a Counselor, which I thought was whoa, such a good season ending.
2: Yeah.
1: But like that show had like two, three, four endings it could have had and kind I of. I love went, all
2: of Parks and Rec, I just don't like the last season.
1: I, so even though much. I don't like it, there's stuff in there I like, but it starts to become more inconsistent it's and patchy. It's not as good. And you go, ah, yeah. oh, this should have ended last season, it would have been better and yeah. knowing when a show should end is a big deal for me. Well, I
2: think like in Parks and Rec the thing we loved to watch was these wonderful people tr- like work hard and s- like work so so hard but they always kind of fall down and just but watching them get up again mm-hmm. whereas the last season was just watching how they had succeeded and that was less interesting.
1: Well, I agree agree I disagree. Like my I honestly think my favorite episode Of all of them, Mm. might be where Leslie gets voted into.
2: Which is fantastic because we have seen her like be beaten back by this town, fall down so many times. So that's a great ending.
1: Well, because that to me was the success that was like, if you left it there, I'm like, yeah. No, I, I
2: agree because she'd earned it. Yeah. But what we see in the last season is just a bunch, majority of those episodes just about having already won. That's less interesting. Well, then, to then me. what happened is
1: they then had to pull her down off that pedestal. So they had a whole season where it was like, oh, she can't be a counselor anymore. It's like, no, oh. I'm talking about it's the like, last no, season. I, I know, yeah, but it's, yeah. like, it's like they had to pull her back down. They had to try and build her back up again. And then it implies that maybe she became president uh, <laughs> like in the last season. <laughs> no,
2: she did become president. Anyway, Amy Pollard confirmed she became president. Did she really? Yes, on Twitter.
1: Oh, that's all I need to know.
2: Mm-hmm. Perfect.
1: <laughs> Too bad that's definitely a rally that cannot exist ever. Thanks to our current reality.
2: I can't believe Bobby Newport is president. <laughs> That's exactly, <laughs> That's what, exactly happened. what happened. exactly what
1: happened. Way off topic one more time. <laughs> the, the point is that a show that goes on too long, uh, it, it's this is one of the most egregious versions of that I've ever seen. Yep. Um, shows can have it, seasons you sort of go, oh, this is losing its way. But I enjoyed enough of it. That was not the case here. Mm. I enjoyed bits of it. There's no doubt there are moments I was like, yeah, that was pretty good. But overall, this is just a massive decline for the show. Um, Favourite and least favourite episodes (laughs) to mask? Uh,
2: My favourite would... I mean, so many to choose from. (laughs) Um, My favourite would probably be episode two, a la carte, just because we've got that funny at the start with It was really
1: funny. Very,
2: like laugh out loud and then we saw Pamela which was great. So, I like sure. that. So, I've, I've got to give it to that I think.
1: I'm going to say my favourite episode is episode six, Sleepover uh, which is the one with the bit with Jane at the start on the phone which I liked for what it was and then the bit with the girls at the sleepover was cute. The conversation with Pamela was interesting. Oh, yeah.
2: What's the qu- I always am wondering where you are and what you're doing, which I yeah, thought really sweet. That was yeah. very
1: sweet. And then the ending, as dumb as it was, was kind of cute. I've written sleepover, brackets, not with any conviction, though. my favorite episode. <laughs> my least, yeah. least favorite episode, Damask? What about your least favorite? first. Sure. My least favorite episode is episode seven, The Road Part One. I wrote just meh. Again, no real conviction. <laughs> Sorry. it just It's an episode. I have li- literally written seven lines for it. Like It left so mm. little of an impression. It wasn't bad necessarily. It just, again, it was like Louis with some annoying purse loser and he's just got to tolerate them and gets angry with them and has a speech at them. Yeah. Done that. And then the bits at the airport. It's like, oh, I've done airport stuff before. This is more of a just not as good as the first ones. I will never get over the first time he's at the airport in season one where he's talking to the lady at the ticket desk. She's talking about how his flight was cancelled because the incoming flight, oh, it crashed. Just keep going on and on. Everybody about died it, yeah. <laughs> except for one, a baby or whatever it was. And it was like, I delivered that poorly. But, the, yeah. but like, it was great in that mm. episode. <laughs> yeah. Just her whole demeanor was perfect.
2: It's hard for me to pick between—I mean, a lot of them, to be honest with you—but part one and part two, the road. I'm just gonna say part two because you chose part one, um, but either one would fit the bill, really. I just—I didn't care. It was like the like the the end. I knew it was the end, and this is what I was getting. Really? Okay, this is much better than the ending of season four. Thanks. Nah, sorry. I just. To- totally, yeah, that's a great underwhelmed. point. Did not
1: think about that. You compare the end of season four, that beautiful moment mm. that's felt like it's been coming for four seasons, even in a show that's had very little continuity, and then compare it to what is it? What's the ending moment with him in the end of this episode? I can't even remember. It's so I un- can't
2: remember. Is that, it just? It's not when he just walks away, is it? From the girls in the hospital? It can't. It
1: can't be that. Surely not. It might be. <laughs> I, it's, so, it's completely unmemorable though. Yeah. It's just righto. Yeah.
2: So let's let, I'll go with that.
1: Final score and ranking. 2.5. 2.5? Right down the middle. Yep. I will give it 3.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I still, I can't put it at a 2.5. It is better than an average television show still, I think.
2: Mm-hmm. It's we're not just watching average television shows though. You know what I mean? No. Like we're watching. We
1: watch like Dead Like Me. They got one star and two stars, I'm pretty sure, with what we gave those seasons. Yeah, Reverse but we order. didn't
2: know that it was going to be shit. No. Apparently, people said it was good. And
1: it might still turn around and we'll find shows that we hate coming down the line mm. somewhere. Who knows? I didn't give... I gave Twin Peaks a really bad review too, Yeah, season one. We have one and two star shows on our thing. This, yeah. is, not, this is not Dead Like Me season one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's that's better than true. That.
2: Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's better than. I'm being that. too angry, aren't I? I'm being too much.
1: You're very grumpy.
2: Can I? Okay. Can I give it a low three then? You're
1: wearing a Slytherin scarf, and you're really living <laughs> up yeah. to it.
2: Can I give it a low three? You can give it a low yeah, three. I'll give it a low I three. I think
1: I would give it a low three. Yeah. Particularly if you put it in, Like, if I was comparing it just to the other Louis seasons, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a one. Yeah.
2: Okay. But
1: yeah. In general terms, it's still not bad television. It's just a bad season of Louis.
2: Yeah. Is the
1: problem? It's a C. It's a C. That's like that that like middle yeah. ground. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: no, you're right. You're right. I'm just grumpy. You're right. <laughs> grumpy bum over here.
1: Do we want more? No. Straight up, no. I've written, not if this is all it has to offer. I'm curious to watch Harris and Pete, though, or to possibly go back and watch Lucky Louie, which I did because you talked about that yeah, in season four.
2: That's in the first episode.
1: I went back and watched a little. There was I almost like a documentary or something like that. They were talking about... Mm. Like the sh- someone was discussing the show. It was a featurette on it, basically. Mm. It seemed really interesting. And mm. just seeing Pamela and Louis mm. together again, I was like, oh, mm. I could watch this for a little while. They're I'd, so much younger. I'd
2: much rather watch Pamela's new show, oh, which is also like Louis involved in that as yeah. well. Um, I'd, I'm much more inclined to watch something yeah. like that than another season of Louis. We
1: should consider doing that. Mm. I am... If Louis came back in like three or four years or something like that, or when the girls are a little bit older and whatever, and it just felt like a bit of time had passed and we could because maybe he
2: had some it, new stories that That's child. what I mean. Yeah. I think a
1: bit of time away from the show mm-hmm. to build up some stories and some new perspectives, the world's changed a little bit. Yeah. I would be I would be interested enough to start watching a season of Louis, but I'm actively yeah. not I'm not actively looking forward to more Louis. Yeah,
2: i I would probably watch maybe the first Episode maybe two of that, and
1: see how it goes. But if
2: I found out next year that Louis was coming out again, I I would not be watching it. I'm not.
1: Ex- I'd be watching anyway, but I would not be excited no, about I it. No, I would
2: I'd, I'd, I'd let years. you watch it's it and tell years. me whether I should watch it.
1: It's already been two years since this came out. Not long enough. Okay. I'd
2: I'd make you watch it and then tell me what you thought. And if you're like, no, you really should, then I would. Okay, but cool. otherwise, no. I it I've lost all motivation for the show.
1: The point is, I don't want more though. <laughs>
2: You're an unwilling viewer.
1: I don't, like, I'm not asking for it, that's for sure. Yeah. I want more. The community ended. Really? The, the way w-
2: you're dressed, you're kind of looking like it.
1: Pardon?
2: Because <laughs> you're asking for it because of how you're dressed. Okay. I'm implying that I, get I, I it,
1: have I get, it, I get 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 it. Wow. <laughs> Final thoughts on the show as a whole. Let's take season five, put it in context with the rest of it. Let's talk about the whole show that is louis what are your sort of thoughts walking away from it i
2: think it was a fun experiment that influenced quite a lot of tv that we're seeing now and i'm really appreciative of that i think louis is a great comedic mind um and he kind of changed the way that creators could approach studios in regards to like give me a tiny amount of money and, like, give me some more artistic freedom and so I can create something a bit different. And that's happening more and more now and I'm, I'm so appreciative of that. Yeah, it was just a, it was a fun experiment and I'm, for the most part, glad that I saw it.
1: Overall, I thought Louis was great. It was different. It was honest. It was funny. It was sometimes it was even moving. Mm. Um, I'm happy, uh, similar to you with the experiment. I'm happy it could be experimental and was able to shift out Side what we should expect from TV and was able to just mm-hmm. do its own thing. Not always successful, but more often than not, had something in there that I was able to hold on to and enjoy. Yeah. And as it went on, I was getting more and more into it. And but realistically, it should have ended with season four. Mm-hmm. It hit a pinnacle. Um it it didn't jump the shark. That's definitely not what it was. It just hit a moment where. It was never going to get any better than that. And Mm -hmm. then the decline from season five to season four was huge. So I'm very glad for everyone's sake, including Louis, that the show has moved, that he has moved on from Louis, it seems. Agreed. Anything else? Any other final thoughts?
2: Absolutely not. I think we're done here. (laughs) Now I'm done.
1: Thank you very much for listening, everybody. If you'd like to contact us, you can do so by finding us on Facebook at Hunting Seasons. You can find us on Twitter at Hunting S Cast. You can email us at huntingseasonspodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at B Gordes, B G O R D E S, Damask.
2: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Masky Moo, M A S K Y M O O.
1: Thank you to Sean Kirkpatrick, as always, for our wonderful Hunting Seasons logo and graphics. You can find his work at Sean or by searching for his Instagram accounts at ShawneeBoyDraws and at Comics. and also thank you to Jordan Calavis for our theme song you can find his work at SoundCloud.com slash ClassicJRex please consider reviewing us on iTunes. Don't know whether this is the episode to do it for, though. Uh, maybe <laughs> she's one of don't. our happier, please more enthusiastic don't. ones. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you'd like to give us a few stars, we'd really greatly appreciate it. It goes a long way to helping us be found by other listeners who might be interested in the same stuff as you. Thank you very much for listening once again. We will see you next week. See you then.
2: See ya. See ya.
1: I mean you're right. That
2: is true, but even in general, I've you know, I think we all should know this. You don't take your phone out in the theater. I was watching Wonder Woman the other night in the theater. Two rows in front. It was quite an empty theater. It was like the last showing of the night. It's very late. Two rows in front of me was a couple. The woman took her phone out once. I was taking note of it, but I was like, just enjoy the thing. She put her phone away after about five minutes. I was like, okay.
1: Five minutes? She was on it for? She was on it for a while. mate. Like, just Fucking breathe hell. through
2: it. Whatever.
1: Breathe through it. Or
2: concentrate <laughs> on the film. Don't, don't be rash. Do
1: you get really I, distracted by phones?
2: I hate it. I, it, it drives I, I, me insane. It's so rude. Anyway.
1: This is officially off topic. We're not enjoying this <laughs> episode anyway, so <laughs> yeah. we might as well.
2: So I continue to watch Wonder Woman, enjoying it. She takes the phone out again, and I'm I'm watching the film with my girlfriend, and I just go, excuse my language. Well, I swear, in this podcast <laughs> all the time, who cares? I was like, for fuck's sake! And I get up. I did stalk- you say that? out Yeah. Loud. I, I get up. I I walk over. I walk because the theater was quite empty. So I walk the row behind her, and I reach over. Tap her on the shoulder. She looks back up at me. I'm like, Can you turn your phone off? Because it's very fucking distracting. Thank Whoa. you very much. And I go back to my seat. And my girlfriend's like, What was that about? I'm like, She, she had her phone out. <laughs> I was like, I, I thought my response was totally rational. I, I'd given her one chance. If she had an emergency text message to send, she, done. She sure. doesn't, but she took her phone out and was looking at photos. No, it's not happening. Um,
1: emer- the thing about the emergency text message thing—I've heard that argument before.
2: Go a, leave the theater. A,
1: leave the theater. Leave the theater. B, yeah. if you're waiting for some emergency, like you're waiting for a message from someone, vibrate, don't, deal don't, it. Leave the theater. Don't go to the fucking movies. Yeah. <laughs> don't go to the movies that day. Save Wonder Woman for yeah. the next day. Don't in do my it that place day.
2: of employment. It's it's usually a middle-aged woman with you know the haircut that we all know. The woman who asked for the manager. <laughs> I'm And, you know, she'll take her phone out and I have to go up to her for, for my job and be like, sorry, you can't have your phone on in the theatre. And so I was like, my child is in hospital. I'm like, then what the fuck are you doing here? Absolutely. If it's so dire that any text message could be the worst news in the world, Sound of music probably isn't going to distract you very much, <laughs> is it? Uh, anyway, got no time for it.
1: I uh, I had one recently. I went to see Berlin Syndrome with my girlfriend,
0: mm.
1: um, and we were because it always seems to happen. To me. I swear it's I it's they're always next to me, <laughs> and the girl, the woman sitting next to me, had her phone out <laughs> multiple times, and about halfway through the movie, mm. I was like, "Excuse me, could you please turn your phone off?" And she put the phone away. And then I swear for the rest of the movie, she was quietly sobbing. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I felt bad, but I also didn't. Yeah, like, I'm sorry if that was like so like i the thing was, I didn't do what you did. And I like, I'm tempted to, yeah, and sometimes, if if they keep doing it, she I will was just get to so obviously like rude. scrolling
2: Facebook and, and like, photos, I'm like, oh, you're just a dick. I've okay. been I've
1: been at that stage, but uh, mm. the first one, and it doesn't take me too long to get to the first one. But the first one, I say politely. I just yeah. want more often than not, bringing attention to it and making them know that you know is enough to embarrass them enough <laughs> they'll stop. Apparently, she was so embarrassed. She was in tears for the rest of the film it was like, cause I was of thinking it's like this isn't particularly sad or creepy or no, anything I'm sorry. No, reason if someone has crying. like
2: that big a sense of shame, they would never take their phone out i don't have any yeah I don't have any sympathy for that person sorry because like i you know I, I I think I've got an unhealthy amount of shame personally. it's huge I wouldn't be t- I would never take my phone out. Because I'm aware of other people and their opinions of me. I I tell you what,
1: I there are there are we're officially going deep on this, right?
0: Yeah.
2: There (laughs)
1: are there are times when I've uh, I think it's hundred percent acceptable to look at your phone. Number the one time I can think of, Mm -hmm. you two hours into a three-hour film, you go, how fucking long has this got to go?
2: One second. It takes a second, and you see people do it,
1: and you're like, totally get it. I'm the same way. I've only done
2: it once and that was because I was watching a film in between shifts and I just wanted to double check.
1: So, here's something I did uh, a little while back. Mm -hmm. The X, It was uh, Logan, the movie Logan, right? I went and saw like a 9.30 screening. I was seeing it before I went to pick up my Nintendo Switch. It was coming out at midnight (laughs) that night, right? So, Mm -hmm. I was at a cinema that was literally upstairs from EB Games and I went to the screening knowing it was going to be close. Yeah. I kept having to check the time. But once I knew it was getting close, I got up. I stood at the back of the theater, yeah, and so I could keep my eye on the time. It's
2: because you're a good person bro. and
1: watch the screen yeah. and like I, I saw rational and got solution the fuck out of there, and yep. I wasn't distracting anybody because I was behind everybody.
0: Yeah.
1: it's not that hard, guys. Yep. There are ways to do this without being a total dick.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: glad we got passionate about something tonight. <laughs>
2: But I, I think it's an important issue. And apparently people of our generation have not got the memo. That is incredibly rude.
1: Yeah. I. Uh, mm.
2: You're not the only person in the world. And that Facebook notification, probably not that important. Put your fucking phone away.
1: Just because we're here, what did you think of Wonder Woman? I haven't heard review yet.
2: Uh, I liked it for the most part. There are bits that I got super emotional in.
0: Oh, yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah.
2: Um, that I was just like, This is incredible that I get to see this. How exciting is this? Are you this? talking
1: specifically about the no man's land part? Because that bit's fucking amazing. Yes. Yeah, yes. it's just yeah. <laughs> that was the bit that was the bit I was watching it going, I'm actually shaking. This mm. is so amazingly yeah. good. It was that this is great. Uh
2: the very beginning, as, as I was a, a young tomboy and always running around with swords, oh, the and a little bit wanting, with
1: little Diana, yeah, like oh.
2: it, it affected me quite a lot. Because oh, I would always lovely. be running around in because my mum had made like a little Batman costume and a little Superman costume for me and my brothers right. and so I'd always be running around in costumes and playing around so that was really lovely to see and I was just kept thinking about all the tomboys running around now and that they get to see this how wonderful is that for them um, so that was really beautiful I think it's a great first step do I think it's the most amazing superhero film I've ever seen. No, not by a long shot. But it was solid and I liked it. I had a really good time.
1: Without spoiling anything, the third act, the last 20 minutes, are downright rubbish.
2: Yes. <laughs> Agreed. Like,
1: terribly <laughs> yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. But I think it's pretty obvious that was a symptom of the studio or producers wanting a particularly Sort of ending, as yeah. in bombastic and big. Yeah, and it I'd gets be in the way. to
2: know what the decisions were to that was.
1: Make that happen. They needed to have a big battle at the end, and so they had to make that happen, even mm-hmm. if it works against everything the story is trying to do up to that point. Yeah, but up to that point, it was damn right. yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was right at correct. that point where it
2: felt like two scripts were meshed together. Yeah, I was like, there,
1: okay. there's literally a point okay. where you can, there's almost a scene, There's a moment. <laughs> yeah. going Oh, that I can see like the off.
2: stitching of this. Yeah. 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 No, agreed.
1: Okay, everything before that. I love all the stuff in London. I thought that was I hilarious. I wanted more of that. It, it was felt so like, good.
2: It felt like Splash, which is such a romp. It's a great film. Like Fish Out of Water. Literally oh, Fish okay, Out of Water. Sure, town. sure, sure. Felt like, like yeah, it's, it's funny. And Dawn from the UK office was in it. It was fabulous.
1: No one seemed to know who that was. People were coming out I was like, who was the one who was like, that was Dawn from the office. How
2: uh, Yeah, it took my girlfriend like a because cu- she loves the office and she, was, and she was like five minutes past and she goes, oh, i don't know exactly what it was um yeah no i love that i kind of wish i had seen more of like diana and her together like a bit of a friendship um i i do wish that after she had after diana had left her home that she had a bit more of a bit more interactions with other women but but
1: yeah, yeah. You know, what
2: are uh, you going to do? I mean, the, the, the Wonder Woman doesn't pass the Bechdel test, which is disappointing.
1: What? Yes, it does.
2: Two women talking together for how how long do they have to talk to each other about that, something it, that doesn't you, concern a man?
1: You mean the entire opening bit when, like, everything on Them- Themyscira? Oh, yeah, that's true. That's like, they it's like Bechdel test gets exploded in that entire opening scene. There are so many women talking about whatever the fuck you want. They're just talking about whether they should train Diana or not. It's like 20 it.
2: minutes and the rest of the film, she barely talks to anyone The Bechdel else.
1: test... Oh, okay. Let's get into politics for a second. <laughs> the Bechdel test is simply the test, and it's not a great test of whether something is gender-balanced or not. It's literally just the test yeah. of whether two women have a... Named character women, which is not always needed to pass, but often they add that to it. You
2: think it should, yeah.
1: Yeah. Characters who have names talk... Two women, female characters talk about something that isn't a man. It happens... Heaps mm. in the first twenty minutes, heaps. Um, so it passes the Bechdel test. Is that enough to say that it is a successful, like, film for gender diversity? Maybe not, but the Bechdel test are definitely passed. Okay, definitely passed. Thing is, Rogue One passed the Bechdel test in its trailer, but that film is still heavily, heavily, even though the main character mm. is female, that film is still mostly men. Yeah, and it doesn't need to be. Um. Yeah, so it's it's just it's not a great test
2: mm-hmm.
1: of whether it's it's useful to point out how few films do have that yeah. pass it, but it. I just it still want more films
2: with awesome female friendships. Yeah, yeah, it's it like awesome just connections like it between really women really
1: sucks because it's funny because you
2: know she's not going to get in the fucking Justice League. When is she ever going to get it?
1: She's gonna get another woman yeah, here. just like doesn't have another. It's other not women gonna anymore. happen. Yeah, not for a while. It's so disappointing. It, they will eventually. There'll be. I don't. I think it's Starfire. I don't know the DC stuff as well as I know Marvel. Mm. Eventually, she will, but that could be literally years away. Yeah. Um. Right now, she's got no one in there. The. I mean, neither did. Did. Uh. it's gonna say Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Johansson. Uh. Black <laughs> yeah. Widow for a while. Yeah. The. The thing, of, the thing about Wonder Woman that, that's difficult, right, is because it, part of what's talking about is the idea of a woman being able to be a warrior and be mm-hmm. who she is, right, in a war that was predominantly men. So it yeah. means that she has to be surrounded by men, so you can comment on it. But what sucks is that's that you don't wanna, get enough time yeah. with that character. That,
2: that's why I wish there was more time in London totally. with Dawn. I'm just going to but call you Dawn. do
1: have to get to the war eventually. Yeah. At that yep. point. There are significantly less women, especially on the front lines. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes tricky. Um, you do have the Dr. Poison character, but yeah, I don't know. There's not enough there really.
2: Couldn't they have a nurse on the front line? Someone?
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's I it, I agree it sucks. It's funny. Did you hear the cont- controversy around Joss Wedden's? Yeah, script did. coming out.
2: Apparently, it was saying that it, like it had just been leaked, but no, I remember I've you read sent, that. Yeah, I read you that, that years that ago. To me years ago, I read it. It's not like new, like it's newly leaked. leaked at all. No,
1: it's been out for years. Yeah. That was just downright wrong that it was yeah. just leaked. Somebody decided to make they wanted to make a BuzzFeed article out of as yeah. what happened. Um, really interesting points from a lot of writers about that. A, they were pulling quotes without context to yeah. use in their tweets. And it's like except that line could have very easily been the latest Wonder Woman and it would have been used to prop up the feminist point of view, which mm-hmm. is that some men were trying to pull yeah. would pull her down or underestimate her. And straight away they, they shouldn't have been there. Number two, that script never got made. We don't know how far into that development, wa- development or it was. Whatever, there yeah. are so many things. It is like saying there was, a sketch for a yeah. potential yeah. painting. Was it's like uh, the, the painting they've got made? Mm. That's not the final product. That's nothing. That is that is sketches. That is
2: there is something at the moment. Well, it's been oh. I guess for a while about Joss Whedon and how he's not good enough to be like. It, it, a lot of people he has his haters
1: who want to pull him down. Yeah, who really are trying and I hard. Really to pull him don't down.
2: have time for it. I really truly don't.
1: The biggest thing that ever happened for him. He's had a couple of missteps. Of course, on he's on human. Twitter, in as to why,
2: as a as a woman, like we all fucking do. We're not perfect feminists all the fucking time.
1: The one about him. Do you remember the big controversy around Avengers two, and the idea? Oh uh, yeah, um, Black Widow sort of was because again, it's she's like, got
2: to have a love interest or whatever. No,
1: yeah. no, you know, it wasn't even a love interest. It was the idea that she thought of herself as a monster because she wasn't oh. in ca- she was uh infertile basically they'd made her so she couldn't oh, have right. babies and i find that really i what? really
2: find that that was the c- the controversy, controversy was the controversy. controversy 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 controversy
1: whatever i like controversy i believe it sounds
0: bit fancy it, it does doesn't
1: it yeah. <laughs> um I find that really interesting because I don't for a second think that Joss Whedon thinks that somebody who can't have babies. No. It's the comment that she does. Yeah. That she has As insecurities. As a person, how
2: that would inf- like affect you. She is a you. super
1: fucking warrior yeah. who has this dark past but still beating people up. But for her, mm. her hang up for right or wrong reasons yeah. is that she thinks there's something wrong with her because yeah. she can't.
2: This system, these people stripped away her humanity and a part of that was taking away a future that could have children, a sign of like hope and redemption that was taken away from her. And that's heartbreaking and that's a human story. Talk to like any woman who feels like she isn't a woman because she can't have children that doesn't mean her opinion is right it's how she's made to feel by the people around her
1: or that the value or that her value as a woman has anything to do with her ability to have kids it's the which I think might be people's worries that that that's what it was addressing that like she's worthless, whatever. The right. idea is that but, she, but
2: first feels of all, that is what we are fucking told. So right. to have that opinion is fair, not that it's true. Yeah,
1: yeah. And know. the and the movie was never arguing that she was correct <laughs> no. about that. The movie was saying that that was something that it was a hang up that mm. she has based on her very troubled past. Yeah. That that was something, and so when she's connecting with. Someone who is a monster, mm. you know, that's that's the, the angle was going for. Was it as subtle as it could have been? Probably not. Was it horrendously awful character assassination anti-feminist? Fuck no. <laughs> I find that ridiculous. Yeah. Really, really mm. ridiculous that that was what they were suggesting was going on there. Yeah. It just wasn't ever on the cards. And the problem, the biggest problem is that there was too many storylines in that already and we didn't get to explore much beyond that scene. But- what they finally did do in that in that movie was give Black Widow actually a little bit of backstory and some understanding of where she came from. She has mm. a few flashbacks to when she was back at the Academy yeah. or whatever it was you call it. And for the first time we had intrigue beyond her just being a badass, we're wondering what the fuck... What her history was, and I want to see that backstory now. I want I'm to know more about Natasha. Are we Natasha. getting
2: a Black Widow film? It's,
1: it's definitely on the cards. And I tell okay. you what, Wonder Woman doing as damn well as it is, which is ridiculously mm, well. Yeah, I'm rid- so happy about that. Ridiculously yep. well. There's every there's every chance it'll, it'll happen now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. It's really hard to articulate just how good Wonder Woman's doing. It opened at about a hundred million dollars, hundred and five million, whatever it was, mm. which is not as good as. Uh, Man of Steel did, nor as good as Batman vs Superman or Suicide Suicide Squad did. Right, the difference is Wonder Woman's drop off from weekend one to weekend two. So sorry, I'll put it in context. Batman vs Superman's drop off from weekend one to weekend two was something around the seventy percent mark. So mark. its profits the week, and <laughs> it was a big. disaster, right? Yeah. That was a, that was that was a bad film, right? Mm-hmm. But even a Marvel movie like. Captain America Civil War, which was very well received, dropped off somewhere in the 60% range. Oh,
2: okay. So it's, okay, that's a thing. All
1: right. Wonder Woman, from Weekend 1 to Weekend 2, dropped off 33%. Mm. That is un heard of yeah. for a superhero film yeah. and so if you look at the the line graphs for and I have because I pay attention to this shit Nerd. for Batman vs. Superman and Wonder Woman you look at their first weekend where they start mm-hmm. and it's this and the Wonder Woman graph is just getting closer and closer and will overtake Batman vs. Superman yeah. is very likely so good might even reach 400 million domestic hard it's, it's going to be hard to pull it off it'll probably end mm. up being the second highest grossing film most likely behind Guardians of the Galaxy 2 but that's it is great. damn well close, that and is, is going so to good. end up making more money domestically at least. Than it Batman just makes Superman, me happy that huge. it's
2: beating as it should, huge. rightfully. Uh, Batman versus Superman.
1: Because it's a better movie,
2: like Batman versus Superman. Know, it should should have been the biggest
0: film. But
1: that's but easily. it was it was that weekend mm. because you market those two right, you get mm. people in the door. Yeah. But if it's not a good film, it doesn't last. Yeah. You make a good movie people keep coming. Yeah. And you can I mean Word the, of budge, mouth. the still budget the budget on Wonder Woman is minuscule compared not minuscule, but the m- budget on Wonder Woman is significantly less than Batman versus Superman. Mm. And it's going to end up making It's practically
2: an indie film compared to uh, no, it's not it's not
1: <laughs> Let's not get that ridiculous. But Batman versus Superman would have been somewhere in the in the 200, 200 250 maybe even 300 million million to make. Wonder Woman was closer to 100, 150 right, Something like that. So, uh, probably half its budget.
2: You know what I'm excited and for?
1: The the publicity didn't start until like two or three weeks beforehand, too, mm. because they waited for guidance to come out. Go on.
2: Captain Marvel?
1: Yeah, me too.
0: Yeah,
1: and <laughs> things this Wonder Woman film is gonna make <laughs> a massive difference to that yeah. movie too. Do you know what else? Have you seen the, the teaser trailer to um Black Panther?
2: Yeah. Holy shit,
1: that looks good. Yeah.
2: It looks so cool. So
1: cool. So, so cool.
2: Mm. It's like they're merging, you know, what we've seen from the Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy with that futuristic little African place.
0: Mm. It's very
1: cool. I'm going to add this conversation <laughs> to the end of the podcast rather than the middle of the podcast. So oh, come
0: on. If there's an
1: awkward edit somewhere in the, the middle of it. The natural
2: flow of this conversation.
1: Certainly, Yeah.
2: I don't think you should. I think you should just leave it in as a surprise to people.
1: I think there might be a few people who are just waiting, to actually want to listen about Louis, though, and get this oh, instead.
2: yeah, true. What we'll loses?
1: How about we just wrap up Louis so we can just yeah, right. they can get to this add-on bit at the end?
2: Okay. Earbuds, Melbourne's podcast network. Earbudsnetwork.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.